Lionel Messi hands in a transfer request to Barcelona. Were you expecting that? No, it wasn't, to be honest. I, I think that's the biggest moment for me within 2020. Um, the biggest shock, shocking moment of 2020 show is uh, I always just always felt feeling myself that Messi's going to retire at Barcelona. I think he can only be a one-club man because he's been there his whole life. He, he went over when he was 13 by himself, if I'm not wrong, so he did. Um, moved over, so he did. Completely different continent, never mind different country, so did. So completely... I just couldn't believe it so and obviously he was like frustrated I think the the two defeat the Bayern was obviously like the final nail in the coffin for him so he obviously wanted a new challenge but um no I just couldn't believe it but um I always heard rumours about him wanting to do it before in like 2011 or what whatever year it was but um I just couldn't like the amount of media attention it got reports etc Messi actually came out as well discussed about it as well like I thought like this was the real deal he's actually going to move so he is so they're clear favourites. They have Guardiola in their camp. He can get Messi along to recruit. So um, I was um, completely convinced he was going to leave. Like, but obviously, um, Barcelona's president, um, Jose Bartomina, I think you call him, he obviously, I think, stepped down a few months after Messi said he would stay. So I think Messi had kind of won the war against Barcelona. So Messi came out on top within the club. Like, so perhaps that's why he's wanting to stay. Like, but... Yeah, I couldn't believe it when Messi said about him, but um, I don't think he will stay, and he'll probably go sometime soon. Like, but it was, I just can't believe it that Messi wanted to leave it. But I, I understand. Yeah, and I agree with Conf just uh, that Messi is. Uh, everybody likes to talk about him being the best player in the world. All this and all, he's such a great guy. But if this was Ronaldo, the the abuse he'd be getting is crazy. Messi's. He's just become like a wee petulant, wee rat. Um, everything he does is uh is against the club. Uh, he wanted Bartomeu out, and he, he got him out, and I I I never thought for a second that he would leave the club. I knew it was just something that forced the the presidents out to just get it reshuffled. Um, and that's exactly what's happened. So I definitely expect him to probably sign a new contract even this season. Um, it's just yeah, I think it's all just talk for Messi. I don't think he'll ever leave he's got too comfortable in Spain yeah it's basically a, it was basically a very good PR stunt by Messi so it was in his team definitely and if you ever did think he was going to leave do you think his likely option or his likely go-to place would be Man City just because of his links to obviously a few of Man City's um, hierarchy likes a cheeky pedestrian I think he used to work for Barcelona and obviously Sergio Aguero is a good friend yeah well if he was to leave then City have the setup like Definitely have the former people at Barcelona that he was uh, gone well with. <laughs> yeah, and they've they've got the oil money as well, so they'll definitely have no problem paying them all the money he wants. So, if there was a chance, I think City would be the only place he would go to. Um, I think they were the only team that could probably afford him. Maybe PSG with uh, Pochettino coming in, a fellow countryman. You never know, but I think he he just keeps talking up Guardiola and I even today. He's talking them up so. Yeah, I expect that probably. And a few other notable things that happened throughout the year. Gareth Bale returned to Tottenham Hotspur from Real Madrid on loan, along with the signing of Sergio Reguilón permanently for Spurs. Gareth Bale was quite talked about when he did join uh, Tottenham Hotspur. Actually, maybe speaking about his time at Real Madrid, do you think his time at Real Madrid should be looked at as success? Or is it sort of maybe didn't achieve his full potential the way it sort of ended? 
Well, no, definitely a success. I mean, he's he's, a, he's got more goals than I think it's um Fat Ronaldo and um Zidane, three of and he's won four Champions League titles as well. I think yeah. two La Ligas. Twenty eighteen one, he was very crucial in. Yeah, um, Liverpool. Yeah, against Liverpool, he scored that the best goal I've ever saw in my life. Like, and yeah, he doesn't get talk about that much yeah, for that goal. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't even win the Puskas Awards for the FIFA Goal of the Year for somehow. But um, yeah, I mean, like I can't believe it. I just feel it's it's an act, it's an absolute joke. So it is. I mean, maybe he hasn't helped himself with um sleeping during Real Madrid matches or <laughs> wanting to play golf instead or um Zidane even as well in the press conference saying if I had four substitutes, I'd still wouldn't bring Gareth Bale on. I think I you may as well just kick him down the lane or something. I don't know. Like, but um, yeah, I mean, his time at Real Madrid has been a success. I think anyone would um say that but I think he probably hasn't enjoyed it as much because of I don't know maybe the reputation like maybe he's expected to fill in Ronaldo's boots which he had the ability to do so but maybe he's too injury prone or had other issues I don't know like but yeah I think it was nothing short of a disgrace the way um, he was treated Real Madrid but um, it's good to see him back at the Premier League although he's he hasn't been doing much and he's not really starting under Mourinho and I don't think Mourinho's too happy with him as well because Tottenham obviously have Kane, Son and um, Bergwijn and Stadik so I don't know I think Gareth Bale he's in crossroads like within his career he's only 31 32 so I mean I'm not too sure like but um, I'd love to see him get back to his best one day and for you Brian do you think Bale his time at Tottenham do you think what you're seeing so far since he's came back to the club will Spurs make a permanent move for him Um, I don't know it's a uh, it's toss up like because I really haven't even noticed him coming back like has he even has he even left Real Madrid because I can't remember him doing anything for Spurs since he's returned I think he got one goal against Burnley or something was it I think in the Premier League it, it might have been um, I know he scored a winner at home like but apart from that I've really seen nothing from him but I think everybody's saying they got him on a free on a on a loan they're paying 25 million worth in wages like so it's not really like a free transfer like so hopefully they do sign him because it seems like it'd be a waste of money so if Spurs want to do that <laughs> then why not just have a another big player on their books who's not really going to perform like because he's 31 I don't think he, he'll get back to his best he kind of just seems to have fallen out of love with football which you would like if you were that rich you'd probably I mean I'd sit on the bench and do nothing like if I was getting picked on with the money I wouldn't care if I wasn't playing and we also seen in 2020 uh, the sad death of a football legend. Well, if you actually refer to uh, Paolo Rossi, Italy legend, Papa Pippa Diop, a former Premier League player, and uh, we would all remember fondly. Former Liverpool manager Gerard Houllier, who famously won the treble in 2001 for Liverpool of the League Cup, FA Cup and UEFA Cup. And also the UEFA Super Cup that year and the Community Shield. So he did make a very great 2001 for Liverpool fans. And of course, uh, Diego Maradona as well too, which came as quite a shock to many people as well. Uh, Diego Maradona. Uh, speaking about Diego Maradona, um, I suppose we're all a bit too young to remember him really in his peak of his career, obviously throughout the 80s and all. Um, but what is there maybe something you might remember from him? Uh, for me, probably, I think, from the, the World Cup as well, we seen as a manager for Argentina. And I think it would have been, if Argentina won that World Cup that year, would have been quite fitting for him maybe in a way. Um, but yeah, I remember his antics as well. <laughs> Uh, during that World Cup, uh, even the 2018 one, he was watching Argentina. Yeah, um, 
he was obviously a lively character she was and um, sad to see him after he passed away he was only 62 a bit young as well for an ex-player of the game like but um we just never know nowadays in life but uh yeah i mean that's that's a fun memory of mine too he was managing argentina the world cup 2010 south africa always found it funny as well he wore two watches one in each hand for some reason or wrist should i say i don't know why like maybe just summed him up as a crazy person like but very passionate she was and obviously you hear about the hand of god and all like he what he done for napoli as well like he he's the only player that won the two league titles for them like i mean that's the hugest establishment for italian yeah. football and for naples the country the city itself but um yeah i mean obviously i can't speak too much because i never actually watched them live or anything watch them on tv you're going to see highlights or just hear legend about him like so i mean obviously it's sad that he lose a legend like one for grace arguably but um yeah so that's the way i would sum up uh, diego maradon lit do you think brandy was the best player of that era of his time yeah he, he could be um like Hal said we only know from him like by clips and stuff um kind of people are like he was kind of seen as like a meme or something then with the stuff he was doing just... yeah that 2018 world cup member celebrations <laughs> yeah it's, uh, he was he was crazy um but that's why a lot of people loved him kind of like a people's champion but uh yeah probably in his in his ear it was always him and Pele being talked up and George Best always came into the reckoning sometimes but yeah it seems that maybe Pele was more just goal scoring type stuff but uh, Maradona was more just uh, uh pleasing on the eye to watch just yeah, the skills probably, yeah, yeah skills and he wouldn't score that many goals but he'd score great goals so yeah it's probably I'd put him ahead of Pele myself um in that era yeah not their goal as well he scored in the World Cup maybe maybe people regard it as probably the greatest ever goal in the history of the World Cup uh, it was quite remarkable too as well how he got past a lot of them and you hear in documentaries as well too, they're always going on about how the the England players and team uh, was Butcher and all, Peter Reader should have just kicked them. <laughs> this couldn't get anywhere near him and yeah, it's a lovely thing to watch and I recommend definitely checking out his uh, documentary, I think, about his life that came out last year. Uh, I think it's on Channel 4 now at the moment. It's definitely well worth a watch for any football fan out there who's interested. And in December this year, we saw Robert Lewandowski win the Thief of the Best award. Obviously as well, because Lewandowski, we all sort of knew he was going to win this award as well, deserved probably. Do you think maybe the Ballon d'Or being cancelled as well too? It was a bit harsh. They should have, surely could have maybe given it to him in some capacity. I mean, if there was no crowd there or whatever. Yeah, definitely. can't believe the cancelled it. I mean, I don't understand why FIFA would cancel its um, highly anticipated um, annual ceremony of of excellence within the game for the year to understand why they could do that i mean if you could host a football match or you can host a press conference or a live tv studio surely you can host an award where most of the players are going to be skyping on video conferencing or whatever but i mean i just i couldn't believe that to be honest but um obviously he would have won Lewandowski. i mean if he didn't win it would have been a great injustice so would have but um i was glad to see him actually win the the best award because he fully deserved it so i think he got it was, it was like, I think maybe 50 goals within the season or within this year, I'm not too sure, but um, he was obviously crucial, the main man for Bayern Munich, so he was, I mean, he has been since he joined, and it was um, very nice to see him actually win the Champions League, I think he deserved it, so he did, but um, yeah, I mean, it was just very fitting to see Lewandowski do it, I think he's the most complete striker in the world, 
so here's um just um so compact you can do anything you want you can track back you can win headers both foodies and manson like his hold up play etc he's just a very great character and great personality so um yeah i mean it was very nice to see him when that's what it was yeah uh Lewandowski as well Brent. we went to see Bayern munich play um a few times back in uh, germany two years ago and Lewandowski, I think he did score a goal against. Um, I can't remember who it was against. Actually, again, the Bayern Munich game was three 0 Yeah, it was Nuremberg. Nuremberg. We were doing that. We were following Nuremberg everywhere. We went to see them in Dortmund. <laughs> All the away games, yeah. Yeah, it was it was great. But yeah, we we seen Lewandowski against them, and we seen him in the up, up close as well. <laughs> a bit yeah, too up close. <laughs> we got we got seen him at the hotel. I got, I got a think I got a selfie from too as well. Lewandowski, sort of, he wasn't ready for the photo or something like that. There, he's just sort of looking like. Then the world look in the camera. I think he probably gets sick of all the attention he gets now. Probably he had a lot of Polish fans here as well. Remember they were telling us oh, yeah. traveled from Warsaw or whatever to Krakow. Yeah, he was. He was one who did stop. Uh, there was quite a lot of Bayern players that wouldn't stop, but uh, mm -hmm. yeah, he was. He was very good, even just to see up close and then in the games as well. He scored a couple of goals, and just see the movement that he had and everything. It was. Uh, yeah, it was great to see. I think he was just this year. He's played on a level at uh nobody can really touch like except uh messi or ronaldo but even this season they they didn't have a chance to uh sort him out yeah and also we've seen jurgen klopp win the fifa the best award of course i was very happy about that there but i know um brandon you probably agree with jose Mourinho's you and probably same for you colin of that uh hansi flick deserved the award which i know it was very close as well i think they finished tied on votes but it went down to I think who were the national um like national team captains or something who were the ones who voted. That's a disgrace, so it is very close it was, <laughs> so yeah, um often short of disgrace. How does he wins five trophies, I think, Hansi Flick. Yep, Klopp wins a league title and he still gets it. I couldn't believe that. That's just a big agenda, obviously. Klopp's a bigger personality, a big loudmouth so he is, you always ranting on about this and that. Hansi Flick's more humble. He was um um, the previous Bayern Munich man, uh, Gaffer's um, assistant, he just came into the limelight and he's done a fantastic job and Klopp obviously just walks over and gets it for his lads. I can't believe that, just sums up FIFA and all the inconsistency, you need, you need to sort that out, really. I think the one thing people might say is that obviously Klopp was in charge of the fullest season for Liverpool, Hansi Flick only came in halfway through. You can maybe argue Niko Kovac, maybe, even though he did get ran out of town by the club, he still did get them the wins on board, which ultimately got them their... Uh, Travel. Yeah, it sounds like a little rubbish um, for yourself, Tony. Just a little waffle. Um, even if he was in half the season then and he still won five trophies, then that just makes it even more of an injustice that he, he did half season, he won five trophies. Um, yeah, it's that, I don't even take the awards seriously anymore, to be honest, because uh, stuff like that, it's just a load of political PR and stuff that you can't really, they don't really give the awards out to whoever deserves them, so... You kind of can't even look into that much. Just have to say it's just a one of them things and just move on. But it's definitely a definitely an absolute hoax, like. Yeah, and it was um a bit strange, actually, because again it was consecutive. The uh, it was an overtime game. Well, we haven't seen Messi Ronaldo win it now as well, too. Do you think this maybe could be? Will we see Messi Ronaldo win it again? You think, or maybe it's now this could be a stage where maybe it's just they're a bit too old. They're still in. Well, they were still in top three. Where they're still close. <laughs> um, I think perhaps maybe their times not not done, but um, they're being they're being 
outplayed or like out the out then performed by other stars. You look at um, I think Kylian Mbappe. He's he's still only twenty one, twenty two, so he's and he's he's gonna be a serious player. So he is with the right team. I think I think maybe PSG aren't as as um like, like good enough for. Him, I don't think. I mean, maybe he could do something better, but I don't think. I think it'll be very difficult to see Messi Ronaldo win again. I mean, I think they'll have to either win the Champions League or like doing have an unbelievable scoring season. Like, but I don't think they will because they're getting older, so they're not playing as many games. So Messi, he gets like a few days off around Christmas time. So uh, yeah, I just think it's very difficult to see that happen again. But um, I don't blame. It. I don't. I don't mind to be honest. It's nice to see a new a new um, top player within the game. Like, so I understand the argument. Yeah, and so that's it. Now we're at the end of this Everything Football Year Review Show. Thank you very much uh, to Conliff and Brand for joining me. Yeah, no problem. Great to be on again. Yeah. Great show. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you very much, guys, for coming on the show. And yes, do make sure to check out uh, previous Everything Football podcasts and new content that we'll have coming on the show on Spotify in the future. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>